Coming up on TMS, have you emotionally scarred your dog today? Can't say Jew. I'm glad you got that one. Uh Only when he whips it. 25 days of cheese. You isn't for up your bum. Bring your bring your penis pencil. Real ass stormtrooper waffle. Grandma needs her advent calendar. Dan Dan, the occasional tabletop man. Your Twitter question and more <laughs> on this episode of TMS PM. This is the morning stream. But it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TMS PM. My name is Scott Johnson. That guy is Brian Ibbett, and we are here for a show. Hi. Hello. Chat room, you know, with the whole lounge sound of the opening and, and all that, the chat room starts talking drinks. I, I should. You know, I've got this, uh, I bought a bottle of Kraken rum. Mm-hmm. Release the Kraken, mm. and it's um, it's a flavor. It's like r- black roast. It's like supposed to be like coffee rum flavored. Oh, um, that sounds like Kraken. a weird combo. Is that a weird combo? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Yet. Uh, don't know yet. I mean, I haven't tasted it. Yet. I haven't even. I've. I've. Uh, the bottle is sitting on the counter, and I have not cracked into it yet. Seems like, like an ins- seems like an insane combination to me, but maybe maybe it would be maybe it's well, okay. Well, I mean, Kahlua Kahlua is basically a coffee liqueur. Well, that's true, isn't it? Um, and that's you know, it's um, I don't know, I don't know what the type of alcohol in Kahlua is. Actually, that's a good question. It's like when I found out apples and peanut butter were good together, which is a relatively recent discovery for oh, me. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else which had is- it when they were kids and stuff, and I'm like, really? Because I just oh. had it for the first time. Oh, Kalumba, Kalua, Kalum. Kalua is rum, sugar, vanilla bean, and Arabica coffee, or Arabica, Arabica coffee. Arabica? Arabica. Arabica. Hey, Rebecca. How's your coffee? <laughs> it's Rebecca coffee. That sounds like a coffee-based uh, yeah, liquor like drink. Yeah, coffee-based liqueur. I learned yeah. what the difference is, by the way, between a spirit and a liqueur. What's the Do difference? You know what the difference is? Nope. Uh, sugar. If, if there's added sugar, I mean, all, all alcohol is has got sugar because alcohol is a, you know, basically a sugar. Yeah. But um, uh, if you add sugar, it becomes a liqueur. If you don't add sugar, then it's a spirit. I had no idea. That's news to me. So like your Midori, because it's a melon liqueur, mm-hmm. it's got sugar in it. And Chambord, because it's a uh, raspberry liqueur. Uh, so there you go. I assume these are real words you're using, real names. <laughs> they are real alcohols, I promise. All right. That's cool. I didn't know that the hard lemonade guy made uh, made that. What's that? Uh, wolf hair? No. What's it called? The kids are all into Finn it. Finn Wolfhard. No. Finn Wolfhard. No. It's like a. What's it called? <laughs> Four loco. No. <laughs> Chat room. White claw. That's it. Oh, white claw. Oh, really? That's the uh, that's the Mike's hard lemonade guy. Yes, the Mike guy. Did you have you had oh, one really? of those? Because you know that's the rage now with the kids. I'm trying to remember. We tr- we've tried a couple different hard seltzers both here and at crazy neighbors um and i don't know maybe white claw was one of them mm. ah, yeah i don't know yeah i just I, I see that around a lot and i'm i'm not about to try one but i have a feeling that some of my drinking <laughs> friends might have i don't know people are saying it's the new zima well okay kind of except uh, it seems yeah. like i mean zima was always made fun of and nobody was like into zima right that was like just a joke no. This is like they're well, selling tons of this. People stuff. were into Zima, like uh, were crazy there? neighbors into Zima because it's a uh, it's a good mixer. Like oh. you basically put it with some other alcohol, and it becomes a whole different drink. And yeah, but he was never like a Zima never by just itself. Drink Zima guy. straight, like no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay, that <laughs> that is silly. <laughs> that is silly, right? So nobody drinks Zima all by itself, and White Claw is hot, and I don't know why. And it seems to be like the big <laughs> college, like let's get drunk drink, because I guess it's kind of hardcore. But maybe I got that wrong. I'm not in the culture, guys. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would. I would probably do that white claw stuff with as a mixer as well. I mean, I try it um, on its own, but it seems like that's a that's a good mixer for gin or vodka. Mm. All right. Well, welcome to drink time, everybody. We've done it. <laughs> uh, I got a funny. I got a funny story, a sad story, and a cautionary tale all wrapped into one. Wow. Are you ready for this? Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is gnarly. So this is earlier today, just in time for a TMS telling of the story. 
And I promise you this is true. Kim can confirm the entire thing as she witnessed <laughs> the entire event. Okay? Okay. So she, we have a witness. She was busily running around the kitchen today because she is preparing a breakfast for a big neighborhood thing tomorrow that's like 300 people. So while oh, I'm doing wow. film sack with you guys, they're going to be she's going to be over there with a bunch of people helping her. It's not just her on her own. Uh, serving a whole bunch of people breakfast. And uh, there's some sort of charity involved, and I forget what the deal oh, is, but okay. she's in charge. I was wondering it. if it was like just, uh, hey, let's all be neighborly and meet everybody and and have pancakes together, but it's a charity thing. Yeah, and she's doing like uh, like jelly, cream cheese filled uh, French toasts things. Shut up. Yeah, it looks, oh. it looks it's stuff I can't eat, but it all looks amazing. Oh uh, there's a ton of bacon on our counter for some reason. Well, not for some reason. That's the reason. Anyway, so this is all going <laughs> on, right? And the dogs are, of course, going nuts because they smell everything. They're kind of just yeah. pacing around the kitchen and stuff. And I also noticed that we got some delivery and it came in a tall Amazon box. And by tall, I mean, oh, it probably comes up to my chest. It's a pretty tall box. Oh, wow. Yeah, it had a plant four, in four it or and something. Four and a half, five feet. Yeah, about that. And mm-hmm. um, about, I don't know, trash can width, but in, you know, mm-hmm. square. Mm-hmm. And I guess Carter ordered a, she, she's really into plants and she ordered some plant that they have to ship it, even though it's short, you ship it in this thing because you got to put enough really soft padding at the top to keep the leaves from getting all mushed. Interesting. And so that's why I guess they're big boxes. Anyway, this thing's just standing in the kitchen waiting to be broken down and put in recycling Yeah. Um, or used again or whatever. And I look at it and I look at Rainer and I look back at the box and I think, I wonder if Rainer would fit in that box. <laughs> That'd be funny. Let's try that. Sure, sure. Not really thinking too much of it, or you know, she's my nervous dog. But I figured, you know, we wrestling around a lot. I think figured yeah, she'd just be fine be with a little, it. Little, little fun, little wrestling. Yeah, get in the box. And I didn't put her. In, I didn't put her in head first because that seems scary and claustrophobic. I put her in bum first, so I, you know, lowered her down, her legs in, and her upper leg. So she's always seeing out of it. You know, I wasn't trying to hide her in there. Um, I put her in, and she holds perfectly still. Doesn't budge. Yeah. And yeah. I'm thinking, oh, she probably hates this. And Kim goes, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm just seeing if the dog fits in this this box here. <laughs> she goes, no, we're not doing that. Let her out. That's mean. That's not nice. I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to hurt her or anything. And then I realized, yeah, that's probably a bad idea. What am I doing? I got to take the dog out. Yeah. So I tip it just barely. And she shoots out of there like a potato gun. <laughs> just I was wondering if she was going to be stuck in there because, you know, it's not really long enough for you to get your arms down in there and pull her out without, mm-hmm. you know, grabbing her paws and yanking straight up. Right. I mean, that's what I, I mean. Oh. I, part of me was a little worried about getting stuck, Thank you. but she didn't get she stuck. The best. Oh, what'd she do? What'd she bring you? TMS shot glass. Yeah. Kraken black rum. Brian, Brian <laughs> black needs black a little rum. drinky poo. That's what this time of day it is. A little drinky that's poo right. for it's, Brian. It's, it's five forty six somewhere, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Anyway, so please get down. I'm sorry, please get No, down. you're fine. So she shoots out of this thing like a potato gun, meaning fast and long. Like she just went whew, like shot way out of it. I'm like, oh, she really wanted to get out of there. And then I put the box down and I stopped thinking about it. Okay. Next I notice I turn around and Rainer is barfing all over the place. No. Two big giant so it piles. Too much for her. like the whole experience was like just too much for her little nervous. It was system. just her nerves. She just nervoused out and yacked, and she did it with like these two giant piles on the little carpet thing by the door, and then over there, big wet one in the middle of the floor. Like she couldn't stop barfing. She's fine now, um, but it's just she's nervous. I made her nervous, and so the cautionary tale is: don't do this to your nervous dog. I feel mm-hmm. I feel bad, and you know what? She's been great since. She'll come up, sit on my lap, and look at me like she always does, and she'll lick my hand, and you know, I'll pet her. She's fine. Oh. She yeah, doesn't yeah, seem yeah. to hold it against just- me, but I think for a hot second there, she thought she was being taken away, or there was some something gnarly was about to happen to her, and she just lost right. her mind. Now, so- if you if you would have uh, opened the other end of the box and laid the box on the floor lengthwise, would she have gone through it like a tunnel and kind of played around with it like that? No, I think she would have been afraid to. Nope. I think Boomer yeah. might have, and the cat certainly uh-huh. would have. But um, Cats, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the cat loves that stuff. But she just is a little nervous Nelly and doesn't want to doesn't want to do anything outside of her freaking normal dog routine. And I, I should have known this. I should have thought about it. It was kind of funny. Kim was so mad at me. She's like, she's thrown up everywhere. She doesn't want to clean it up. I'm going to clean it up. 
Like it was all that going down, and uh, now she's you know Aww. she's fine now. She's in fact she's curled up right over there on a chair. I can see her. Okay. She's now popping Good. up, looking at me. She looks happy. Her tail's wagging. She's fine. <laughs> uh, so don't do that, right. dear dog. Brian, how was your well, movie yesterday? In honor, in honor of uh, oh, Rainer Minna. Oh yeah, go ahead and hork that down. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just blast it. It's good. You should. You know, uh, shotgunning it would do what to you? How would that be in trouble? Would that be a thing? No, it'd be fine. Okay. I'd be. You know, I just feel like a little looser, and you know. Gotcha. But um, this is something I'm gonna kind of savor. You would. You would love the smell of this because this smells like, like the best morning coffee grinder churning out mm. coffee smell i know you don't like the taste of coffee but i hate the taste of coffee but i love adore the smell. the smell yeah i love the yeah, smell you'd love the smell of this it's a very very coffee i think i have like old i have memories of my grandma's house and you go over there and the whole house would smell like that and it was just like mm-hmm. oh my gosh this is heaven but the bitter taste of coffee is just can't do it yeah yeah. Can't do it. Can't sugar uh, it up enough for me. Anyway, yes. <laughs> you have to make it taste as little like coffee as possible. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, a Friday afternoon film review. Uh, there will be a Monday morning film film review because I'm going to the movies tonight. Actually going tomorrow night as well. Jeez. With the spags. Uh, well, with the spags, I'll tell you right now. We're seeing Elf at the Alamo Draft House with the spags. And it's apparently, it's not a lights out, quiet, watching the movie kind of elf thing at the Alamo Draft House. It's a madhouse sing-along, scream Santa, you know, sing-along with Zoe Deschanel kind of thing. That movie's more popular than I thought if they're going to do that at the Alamo. That's cool. I know. It really uh, it really is. And I, I have no idea what's in store. I just know it's like, it's called the Elf Party. Huh. We're probably going to, what was that, that thing he made? Uh, it was like a dinner that was like Captain Crunch ice cream oh. with chocolate <laughs> syrup and yeah, whatever it was. It I'll would probably be serving that garbage. Yeah, it'll destroy you if anyway. you eat it. Don't eat it. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, no, last night we went and saw the movie Parasite. Oh, Parasite, the Korean language this uh, is, hit of the year. This is the Korean language hit of the year. I mean, not only is it getting like a lock uh, buzz that it's a lock for a foreign film Oscar mm. uh, best foreign film. Um, people are saying, yeah, it's probably going to be among the 10 nominees for sure. Um, here's the thing. I want to tell you that it's really, really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. There's so little else I feel like I want to tell you about because we went in knowing here's, I'll tell you what I went in knowing because it, um, it was just enough information to like intrigue me, but it's about a, um, a lower class Korean family living in a, in a sub basement. Okay. And one of them gets an opportunity to work for a very high upper class family under some nefarious means. And um, this is all in Korea, right? Set in Korea. It's all it's all set in Korea. Okay. I don't know where in Korea it might be Seoul, but um, okay. all South Korea. Sure. However, North Korea does get mentioned quite a bit in this oh, film. <laughs> all right. Sure. Why not? Um, Stick it to the north. I like it. Yep, and uh, that's all. You know what? That's all I'm going to say. One of them gets an opportunity to work at a for a, a high, a high, high end family or high class family, upper class family. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you what genre the film is because I've heard this before. It does bounce around to a couple different genres. Yeah, but to tell you would give you expectations that right. I don't want you to have going into it. I understand. Uh, it is excellent. It is uh, it is one that I'd say see before you hear anything more than I've told you about it. I think I've, I've been pretty, I've been very, very cautious about walking the spoiler-free line, and I'm mm. not going to cross any further sure. um, over that line. But um, it's one you should see before you hear anything more about it. Kind of like, kind of like Knives Out, but with Knives Out, you kind of knew what you're getting into from the previews. You kind of knew, all right, it's going to be kind of like a, a much more... A modern take on Clue and stuff like that. Yeah, this I'm not going to tell. I don't want to tell you even the genre. That this. I mean, it has this, to be more than just hey, down and out, poor people working for the rich people, and hilarity ensues. Or, th- I will tell you, it's more than that. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> because people wouldn't be talking about it the way they're talking about it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's uh, it's got to be something more than that. So whatever yeah, it is, uh, I want to see everybody who to who told me about it before I saw it said, yeah, the less you know going in, the more you're going to enjoy it, and I. 
absolutely agree with that. So the guy, one of the dudes in it is the guy that's in all his movies, including Snowpiercer. He was like the drugged up engineer guy that they had to kind of coerce into helping them get to the back of the train. Do you remember when he was in that? I don't know if I'm you remember that guy. I'm guessing it's the dad. Yeah, it's probably... Probably the dis- He's the little disheveled, lot of hair. Uh, yes. Or at least he in movies, like a lot of his movies. And he does, he works with this dude all the time. He's kind of like, I don't know, he's like Tarantino and yeah. Jackson, you know, working and everything. Is that uh, Kang Ho-Sung? I think so. I'm not 100% sure on his name. I really like uh, that guy, though. He's fascinating yes. to watch. Snowpiercer, The Host, Memories of Murder, Thirst. Yeah, so That's the guy, yeah. He's... Uh, uh, or I guess Song Kang Ho because it's last name. Right. It's like my uh, brother Lee Song surname first. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Bajorans do that. <laughs> <laughs> there are probably well, there, other, there are probably other people on the planet I could refer to and not Bajorans, but I always think of Bajorans. <laughs> no, Bajorans. You're you're speaking the language of <laughs> of our culture, yeah, Scott. <laughs> of our listeners, the language of our people. That's right. Anyway, uh, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, I, I want to see it. I wonder how, because um, you were talking about one of the things you'd be worried about is that you'd pay more attention to the Korean language because you learned some Korean mm-hmm. with your your brother and your sisters. Yeah. Um, I wonder how you would do with the. Have you have you watched a subtitled English subtitled Korean movie? Oh yeah, uh, that one that since... Korean. Remember the one that Nicole used to push on us all the time called "The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly" or whatever. And it was like a weird. Western, but it was all Korean actors, and it was all kind of playing oh. off the good, bad, and the ugly. No, it's good, bad, the, ugly, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the weird, oh, or whatever. Right? Yes, yes, good, bad. Yeah, right, right. I totally remember that. Might even be that actors in it. I'm not sure, but it's Could be, different yeah. director. But it's uh, that one was that way. That wasn't dubbed. The one I saw, and I also watched. Did you, ever, a, a did some, you watch the one I recommended? It was the Train to Busan. Yes, the good, that's the bad, another and the weird. One. Yeah, good, bad, and the weird, and the Train to Busan good, bad, was weird. awesome. I loved that. It was, like, just when you think you're sick of uh, zombie movies, yeah. uh, here comes a really clever take on that. Maybe my, mm, it's up in my top five zombie takes. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then Tom had me watching some Korean drama thing for uh, Autopilot once, mm-hmm. which was super weird. But it, again, subtitles. I think I'd be okay with it. I think I'll be fine with it. Where I where it really throws me is when I'm like watching MASH and then people are speaking Korean. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly mm-hmm what some of well i don't know exactly i know a lot of what they're saying and i can also yeah. tell when they're doing it wrong and that throws me <laughs> right but this is legit right. so i don't think this would be trouble this would be like a, no no this would definitely be yeah. legit yeah so anyway i'll check it out cool yeah definitely check it out chat if you haven't seen train to busan mm. watch that that's very cool it's, it should still be streamed. i believe it's still streaming i think so and, uh, it might even be a netflix netflix may have co-opted it as an original that's probably sure. it yeah don't remember Anyway, so there's that. Well, that's good. What do we call this? PM, M, R. be the Friday afternoon film review. Farfer. Or farfer. Welcome. Thanks for farfer. the farfer. We look forward to our murfer on Monday. <laughs> yep, you'll get a mumfer. A mumfer. Mumfer and sons. All right. <laughs> We're going to call Dan. Yeah. Uh, he is a cool dude whose name is not coming up. There it is. I was just talking to him today, and now we're going to talk to him again. He's going to make some recommendations. He also has a has a real uh, some kind of big story for us. I don't know what that means, but oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll find out along with cool. the rest of y'all what that is. Uh, but before we do that, let's play his little intro, which sounds a little like this. Be careful; may cause drowsiness. Hey, that's true, and it's also Dan, Dan, the tabletop man, joining us on uh, Skype video. If I can make it work. Hey, Dan, what's going on? Hey, greetings program. Hey, Hello. Man, Believe it or not, you... Dan is here. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to put you to sleep as usual. Yeah, no, it's, look, you're here, <laughs> we're here, we're all here. For some reason, I can't move your, your picture, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, I just want to see Dan. Uh, it's half his head. That's no good. All right, are well, you, uh, whatever. So, Dan, are you flying away on a wing and a prayer? <laughs> Who could it be? <laughs> Believe it good or not, call. it's just Hey, Dan. good job, buddy. Yeah, Thank you. not bad. Believe all. it or not. It's just me. Yeah. It's just Dan. You're walking on air. Uh, hey, good, it's good to have you here, dude. This is great. Uh, tell All me right. about... Well, this is like... I, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, this feels like a, a company Christmas party. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited to see you guys because yeah, I won't yeah, be around next week. A little week. bit, for sure. And I'm sorry I wasn't... No, you're busy, so, dude, dude. You, you know, I'm excited to be Friday us, uh, and see you guys. You didn't give us two weeks notice, so it's unpaid. Yeah, it's unpaid. Oh, sorry. That's an unpaid week. I also have... Uh, Speaking of uh, alcohol, it is uh, Friday alcohol, right? Oh, Brian, yeah. is that what we're doing? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Cheers. I recognize cheers, that, cheers. Art. Hey, cheers, man. Hold that up again. And I have a nice... Yeah, look at that. That's, che- that's Chewbacca on a uh, on a uh, schoolyard... What are those called? Hobby horse? Uh, 
spring. What's um, called? Not hobby I, horse. Hobby horse has like actual rails, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know what they call those. I know that you can. I know that I got one as a toy in World of Warcraft at one point. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Those are spring donkey thermos jack. They're not spring donkeys. (laughs) It's one of the things we used to get drunk in in college. Right. Drunk drunk and just try to throw your friend off of as fast as you can. It was like a spectral tiger (laughs) on a spring that you sit and. You yeah, know, you rock back and it had a name, and that name is the name we're looking for. It was Spectral yeah. Tiger something. Yeah. Ah, uh, Spring Rider. Spring no. Rider. Yeah, whatever. It's I not like a weeble wobble or anything, because you know they wobble and don't fall down. No, they're they even get, can you get weebles anymore? Are those, is that a thing? <laughs> sandbox Tiger. That's what it's called. It was the sandbox Spectral Sandbox Tiger, tiger. but because um, you used to use them in sandboxes, like they yeah, were a thing yeah. for a kid. Spring Mounted Tiger. Yeah, that was cool. Except they ran out. You had a. They were. They only lasted so long, and they were uh, yes. uh, consumable. So you would run out of those. Right. So no one has those anymore. Yeah. No. I actually may have a couple in the bank. <laughs> I think I have some because <laughs> I bought a stupid loot card and got one. And back when I bought all those damn uh, World of Warcraft uh, TCG cards. The TCG. Hey, that's actually a really fun game, and that's where they got uh, Hearthstone pretty much from. Is yeah, pretty much. Yeah, TCG. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah hey, little... where do we stand on advent calendars? Oh, uh, I don't oh. like them. If you're asking how I feel about them, they oh really? Yeah, I you, don't like them. You don't like? Well, do you just is not like the, the chocolate ones, or do you not like is it the impatience? I think it's the when I was a kid, it was the impatience. Mm-hmm. Today, it's just like, what's even in there? What's even in the door? <laughs> what's in the calendar? <laughs> like, what are you even putting in there that yeah. that's worth the trouble what's of me checking door? it? Like, it's yeah, fun I, with kids, and we did it with our kids, and they loved it growing up. But I don't care anymore. I don't want to open that door. Who cares? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean. I bought one this year, and here's why I'm having to kind of uh, tadpole <laughs> confessions time. Ooh, it is the Marvel Funko Pop Advent awesome. calendar. Oh, so Lord. I now have 24. And I kind of like these. I hate Funko Pops normally, but these I kind of like because I've got them. They're all along the top rail above my door, a door frame, because they all fit up there. They're that small. So they're little, and they're what? Are they Marvel dudes and things, or what are yeah, they? Yeah, so it's uh, Vision, Daredevil, Punisher. Oh, spoiler spoiler alert if you're uh, only on day tw- uh, 13 <laughs> of your Marvel Funko Advent calendar. Uh, Did you, them you didn't even go by the day? You, you no, took them come on. on. I ripped into that stupid piece of crap like right away. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I bought one of those. Actually, I bought one of those Marvel ones, and I put it away for next year for my daughter. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because yeah. I didn't realize it till like the fifth day. So oh, well, you'll forget all all the things that I just said. Um, yeah, it'd be all fine. the characters that I just mentioned. That's, so actually, th- th- another reason why I brought it up is uh, my wife th- at Costco. They have the uh, Advent beer Advent calendar. <laughs> they really? <laughs> so wait, what does that do? Yeah. How do you how do you work German that out? beers. My wife is the great. She bought me this. So every day I open up another German beer. The problem is I don't really drink during the week. Yeah. Because, you know, I keep the, uh, you know, girlish figure here. Sure. My boyish figure. Yeah. On yeah. Me. So I've been yeah. trying to only drink on the weekends. And the and the other problem with these uh, German beers is that I can't pronounce any one of these beers that I'm drinking. This one is Burgolisches Brauhaus Altberish Hell. I can just oh, read wow. Hell. So I'm guessing it's a Hell's Lager. Oh, it's a Hell's Lager. Yeah. I like how Dan's voice completely changes when he tries to read German. It's like it's like he's being dubbed with another actor. Yeah. You'd never know it was the same guy ever. Uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's cool. I, now, hold on. I, get, I don't understand the Advent part of this. You just try a new beer each day. It's not like each beer has some weird hidden thing in it. There's like a toy at the bottom. No, no, so so uh, there's 25 pints. So this it's a big old box. I mean, you have to. It's got a handle on it. It was yeah. pretty heavy. Yeah. So there are 25 or 24 or 25 pints in there. And you know, and usually what I do a few days ahead of time, or actually I'm way behind. I'm like three or four days behind because I'm not drinking as much. But uh, I put like three or four beers in the fridge, mm-hmm. just get them nice and cold. And I try to remember the order in which they go in. Oh. Like that matters, but it doesn't yeah. matter really. <laughs> See, they should almost—they're uh, almost doing it right. Like the right way to do it would be to have the beers in there with like a peel-off label, so you could put them in the fridge and have them refrigerated. But then when it's time to open them, you peel off the little like it's almost like a, a sticky note kind of thing yep. where it's easy to peel it off. And then you get the surprise with a cold yeah. beer mm-hmm. instead of it's just a silver can with a one on it or something like that. And then you just put the, <laughs> great, you just put yes. the label on it. Just an un, unprinted cans. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. This is a great uh, idea. Next year. Uh, so. Yeah. So it's not that I hate them. I just kind of don't care about them. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I'm not well, curmudgeonly. Like cheese or something. Would um, you like an advent calendar of cheese? Yeah, but you know like what that? I would do, well, Dan. Here's that the problem. That would have to be refrigerated the whole time. Well, though. it would. <laughs> right. Well, it depends on the cheese. Some cheese is okay if it's out, but oh, that's true. Not for yeah. 25 days of cheese. You probably got a problem. No, <laughs> I think you'd want to have it refrigerated for part of it. <laughs> but if I had a cheese advent calendar, I would be more inclined to go. Uh, let's just do the first 15 days at once and eat them. Oh, well, do, I'm in the mood for cheese. It's not the 25th yet, but I'm going to go ahead and work my way to Christmas anyway. Like, I I just don't have enough reverence for the format. You know what I mean? Really? Wasn't that, yeah. a, wasn't that one be... of Buddy Holly's big hits? I'm in the mood for cheese. <laughs> I thought you were say reverence <laughs> for the format was the big hit. But I guess not. What, Dan, or what Brian? Uh, say it again. What, uh, what thing would be enough to make you do an advent calendar and stick to it on a daily basis? Like, um what kind of thing would you collect that'd be like oh this would be actually be kind of cool like if carter were to do an art thing where you saw a new piece of carter's art every day for 25 days you'd okay, be all i do that. that yeah i wouldn't want to open yeah. that up all at once maybe maybe that's the answer is if it's not food candy chocolate or you know drinks or whatever maybe i'm more inclined oh because it's just a fun i've thing. got it what i've got it a new season of love death and robots where oh. a new episode is unveiled every day like an advent calendar. Okay, oh, that's now great. you're speaking my language, and they can control it and make it so I don't jump ahead. Yep, exactly. So they can no. give me everything up to a point. If I miss three days, I can get those three days in a row and binge them, yeah. but otherwise I can't open those doors. But make it interactive so on the day of, I got to take my remote to the TV and like open some kind of thing. <laughs> I love that right. idea. Oh, that's a great I love how we're so bad as people. We're so bad that we need somebody else to control our, our <laughs> access oh, yeah. to our advent calendar. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. If we got all episodes of The Mandalorian, do you not think that we would be all be done with it by yeah, now? Oh, I'll be binging it, especially yeah. at 38 minutes an episode or whatever it is. Because yeah, it only yeah. takes like an hour to go through, uh, you know, like eight episodes of that thing. Yeah, it's, it's super short. short. Yeah, the yeah. one today, I don't know how long it is, but uh, aren't we close to the final or we're like penultimate here or something? There's two more left, I think. Two left, today. okay. Well, that sucks. There's only eight. That yeah, sucks because that's too fast, and also, and I know there's another season coming, and I'll be patient. But also, uh, I'm we're done with uh, Watchmen this weekend because that final season yeah. or final episode. And so. how long are we going to have to wait for HBO uh, to crank out another one of those? And I hope it's, I hope it's not on a Game of Thrones level schedule. It may well, be that's worse. What you hope for Mandalorian too. You don't want it to be an hour, or a year and a half before we see more. Eight that, more. That's yeah, exactly. It might be worse because oh, chapter... they they said that. Uh, oh wait, no. Chapter six is 44 minutes of uh, Mandalorian. So we're getting about another additional uh, six minutes more than the usual 38. But here's the thing. Somebody sat down with Damon Lindelof and he said, I don't even know if there's a season two. So that scares me, too, because I really like that show and I don't want them to go away. Really? Yeah. I thought they were already filming some of season two. No, that's that's Mandalorian's getting a Mandalorian. Yes. Oh, you're talking about uh, Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen is not. Oh, that's that would be a shame. It would be a shame. Especially because it's the most watched thing on cable right now. Like it's a, it's successful for them. So get your ass in gear, HBO. Make a season two. Uh, say a little no. prayer at uh, uh, Ronald Moore. Not Ronald Moore. What's his name? Uh, Alan, Alan Moore's Moore. his his cave. <laughs> like outside of his cave, just leave some candy or whatever. That'll That's that'll great. get you going, and you're good. Um, I wonder if that means that Damon Lindelof feels like they told a complete story with season one, and he doesn't know if. If, if a season two doesn't happen, then he still feels like he's told the story. Maybe. It feels like they have a lot to do in this last one to finish. <laughs> they have finish. a lot of stuff to answer. Yeah. Yes, if exactly. they're going to finish it yeah. and make it standalone, I think they are they got a they got a job ahead of them. Yeah. Anyway. Moore has about a month and a half before he has to come out of his house to see if we see his shadow. Right? Oh, right. And then he'll go back. <laughs> That's true. Speaking of Ronald D. Moore, my wife's watching. Um, oh, what's the thing he did? So he's now working on that. For all mankind thing on Apple TV, right. but what's the one right. before this that it was like seven years and, and everyone loved it and I never saw it? Uh, it's about a lady goes back in time by accident, ends oh, up in the Outlander. Outlander. She's yeah. watching Outlander like it's crack. She loves it. It's the only thing that's taken her away, pulled her away from these Hallmark Christmas movies is Outlander. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow she's just that's been... almost like an advent calendar in and of itself, right? The Hallmark movies. <laughs> oh yeah, see, there's another one they could do. Um, yeah. I guess they kind of do that, right? Every day there's something new over there. Do they? Yeah, because it is. It's released day and date. It's. Does she watch them live or does she? She's them on? she's doing catch up now, so she's watching HB or uh, sorry, uh, Netflix, and it did end. So gotcha. I think that's all she'll ever get is that way. So okay, it's finally ended. Apparently that's huh. good, but I think it might be romance no- novel good for late for the ladies. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know for sure. Absolutely. If there's some dudes yeah. out there, they're like, yeah, man, that really. 
That really pressed all my masculine buttons. Let me know. But <laughs> what I watched looked like the front cover. Every scene looked like the front cover of like a Fabio book. It just didn't look like something yes. I'd get into, but whatever. It, so um, do you, so without the movies, you know, you're talking about like Christmas stuff yeah. now. Uh, are you guys the type that are okay with Christmas music like around Thanksgiving or does it have to be bam Thanksgiving and that's all and then that's it or or is all, all of November is okay with Christmas we start music? we start Thanksgiving with the mute so Kim decorates on on uh, the day after Halloween for Christmas because she loves how it all looks but she doesn't want to hear the music she doesn't want to hear the music until Thanksgiving so the day after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving the music starts. Okay. And yep. so now, same, same here. And mostly crooner stuff. I'll just put it out there. We're not really into like, I don't, I mean, I'll, I'll occasionally say, oh, what's a new thing someone did or, you know, whatever. But we like to hear like Frank Sinatra belting it out. I want to hear, you know, uh, Andy Williams, Nat King Cole, Andy Williams, mm-hmm. like old yeah. ass mm-hmm. Christmas music is my jam. And so Dang. that's what it usually plays. So if you had to say, so we did this on our last show. I want to see if you guys can uh, rattle these off pretty quick. Right. What would be your top five and bottom five Christmas songs? Oh my gosh. <laughs> bottom five is really easy for me. <laughs> Do it. Tell your bottom. What's your uh, bottom? The Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Uh, Santa Baby by anybody. <laughs> the Christmas Shoes by Oh my anybody. God. Christmas Shoes is the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else do I? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. It's just that. pandering and dumb. Hate it. Uh, hate it. Hate it. And and I need a fifth. I need a fifth. Yeah, um, I got a fifth. Do the um, uh, uh, can, it's cold outside. That one. I hate that one. I I kind of like that one. What about, you got to throw a wham in there. Oh, that no, that's Christmas. Yeah. You mean for my top five? Correct on wham? Oh yes. no! <laughs> oh lord! Yeah. Uh, I, no, probably not my top five, but not certainly not my, my bottom five. I agree. I'm, I'm, Brian and I, Brian and I okay, completely okay. agree on Christmas music here. I totally agree with that list of the bottom. Have you seen the uh, Pat Oswalt Christmas shoes thing? Yes. No. That's actually. Oh my god. I heard, I saw that before I heard the song, and then I went and listened to the song. And said, oh the my song god, is the worst totally thing. Nailed it. Oh my yeah. god, it makes me cry. I, I can't even listen to like one one oh, note such, of that stupid such, song. Such uh, uh, formulate garbage. Um, oh, yeah. Top five would be. Uh, and not, not in any particular order. Uh, Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade. Mm. Um, it's a Marshmallow World by, um, oh, who's the guy who does that the best? Uh, Harry Belafonte, not Harry Belafonte, Harry Shear, Harry Connick, <laughs> Harry Connick <laughs> Jr. Not Harry Connick. Maybe, maybe not Harry something. <laughs> the guy's name. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Hold on. Title is someone enter. Maybe not Harry something or is a title. Maybe not Harry something. <laughs> Come on, uh, chat room. It's a job. Looking it up. Okay, look it up. Harry Kalanick. Okay, Harry Kalanick. Sure. Not Dean Martin, although it looks like he might have been the original. Dean Martin was. Uh, Dean Martin. I always feel like I'm getting trolled when I listen to Dean Martin. I don't know why. Is that weird? Yeah, Johnny Mathis. Not Johnny not, uh, Mathis. Uh, yeah, you could have said Johnny you could have said the closeted gay one, and I would have gone, "Oh, Johnny Mathis." That's what I would say. <laughs> you would have said Rock Hudson or <laughs> or Johnny Mathis. Those are your two guys. Anyway. Uh, or Johnny Mathis. Yeah. Um, Darling, love the, but not but not Marshmallow World. Um, her uh, Christmas time, baby, please come home. Oh, I like that one. Also in the top five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to say it. Any other version of "All I Want for Christmas Is You" that's not sung by Mariah Carey. Oh wow! You don't uh, like the original. I that's, actually I like, don't like the, the you original. Know, there's something. There's something. There's sweet something in I that don't song. like out of just principle. I don't like her, and I can't like her version of that song. Yeah. But I like that song. Hmm. All right, I'm going to give you one in my top five that doesn't belong there. Okay. And it's this, and I'm trying to play this without getting in trouble. Only a tiny bit. Okay. <laughs> so this is by. Let's see if Brian can guess it. Actually, this is fun. Sure. Sure. Okay, here we go. Okay, that's cheating. Let me go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. I Absolutely. love yes. that song. I also love the waitresses. That song because I haven't heard it this year. That would have been on my top five, but it wasn't wasn't originally. But that's a great, great song. Yeah, well, if you listen to the Coverville episode from this week, I play an excellent cover of that. Hmm. It's got it's got a great British vocalist singing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the original uh, I'm trying to think the original waitresses singer who passed away from. Oh. I want to say breast cancer i think oh that's awful um i didn't know that yeah she died a couple years ago but um 
the cover I played was good, except for one little little audio snippet that they play of a uh, what sounds like the Do Dogs Have Brains girl going humbug. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. I love everything else about that cover except this girl going humbug. Oh yeah, I don't like that. She yeah. shouldn't say that. That's dumb. It's Tay. It's Tay Allen or something so yeah. saying humbug. I'm yeah. on your. I'm on your contacts. Why haven't you mass texted? That's the one. Me? That's the one. Uh, fresh, fresh. You got more Scott? Or uh, I think, I mean, I'm having a hard time thinking of like, hmm, I, uh, who sings the one at the end of Die Hard? I love that. Uh, Let It Snow by... Is that Andy Williams? No. Or Sinatra. It might be Sinatra. Um, oh. It might be someone else. I like the Tony Bennett. I like all his covers. My stuff's all right. classic covers with like... Uh, Vaughn people. Monroe is the one who sings it for Die Hard. Oh, I love that. That's so good. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. And it's hard not to like, oh, yeah, 2,000 Miles by the Pretenders. That's a really good one, Greg, for Walkman. Um, it's hard not to like the... Uh, How about Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC? Oh, that's still good, though. That's this perfect. Is, this isn't Christmas it. music. <laughs> this is Christmas music. <laughs> boom, boom, uh, boom, boom, boom. Or the Fat Boys had a thing, I think. They did a Christmas thing. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So the, the, uh, uh, two of the ones that you missed that I, that I hate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, do they know it's Christmas time? I can't stand that song. Really? I don't uh, like it either. It's got to sting. You know it's, this singing this the word kinda... sting. <laughs> <laughs> we brought this up last week. He These does things, indeed. Like, change every year, though. Like so, like you know, your taste change. Sometimes you're like you're okay for things. Other times you're like I just don't want to hear it. Yeah. Like I am yeah. so Rudolph out. If I have to hear another freaking Rudolph oh, song, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Stand I don't want to hear that. I also um, don't want to hear. I don't want to hear drum little drummer boy I'm, by anyone. I can't. I'm stand kind of with you. Oh, I played a version of Little Drummer Boy that was excellent too. Like very electronic, grindy. Oh, I might like, like that. Something you wouldn't like a drum machine, Little Drum Machine Boy. Wow. Um, yeah, we're uh, Merry Christmas. War is over. I could probably do without for a couple of years. Uh, one that has to be back on the list is uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie, The Twelve Days of Christmas. <laughs> I love that. that. Was, that's on my. That's on my list. Pretty much. I'm a sucker. Now I'm a little weird, but I'm a sucker for any funny Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah, but how many uh, of them are there? Because they're so rarely funny. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, actually, the two that I think of is there's the Guinea 12 Days of Christmas. It's like the Italian 12 Days of Christmas, which is funny because I'm from Long Island and they talk about Piazza jerseys. Mike Piazza was a big mess. So. Are we able to say that? Sure. Yeah, we can say Guineas. I mean, he's Italian. You well, can no, say it. I we just can't say Jew. Yeah, I can't say Jew. I don't know what this yeah, ever changing landscape the of McKenzie political correctness. So I don't know what I can say anymore. <laughs> uh, the McKenzie one is so funny because you know they talk about a beer and a tree, and then after a while they just get so tired of the the twelve days they just skip. Yeah, yeah, no, that works because they are so in Bob and Doug character that it just works. Right. It absolutely works, yeah. and it's always good. And, I also love. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name. I'm sure Ibit will know it right off the bat. But the uh, the Snoopy and Red Baron, the Christmas song, Christmas oh. bells. The Christmas Time is Here by the Vince Guaraldi Trio. Christmas Time. Oh, I'm talking is about here. no um, Christmas oh. bells, those Christmas bells ringing through the land. It's talking about Snoopy against the Red Baron, and he goes, "Merry Christmas, my friend." I don't oh know my God, that one at all. Really? You, wow, it's definitely one that you've heard. Scott, have you heard that one? Uh, no, it's not ringing a bell. Uh, ah, not ringing a bell. Oh, I get it. Oh, I got a. I get the thing I said Bye. that Ryan, Brian got, yeah. and then I got because Brian got it. <laughs> Royal Guardsman is who sings that. Royal what? Guardsman? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love all my Christmas music from Royal Guardsman. <laughs> do they well, look like the dudes in the... Do they look like the, the palace people in Britain who guard I the palace? They just, okay. They did, they did... Oh, you're, so Snoopy's Christmas. I mean, they did the Snoopy versus the Red Baron, but that's not the one you're talking about. You're yeah, talking, about, talking about... Yeah, Snoopy versus the Red Baron, where they talk, and then it goes into Christmas bells, is what they is is kind of the chorus. Okay, hold on. That's all. Oh, no, it's not different. That's that. that Chris, but actually, everything by Vince Grimaldi in the Christmas time. That's all. Those things are excellent. It's the same guy that makes all that, right? Like the Schroeder yeah, guy. Yeah, I I didn't think this was a Christmas song. Did they do a second version of it that wasn't Christmas? I'm giving this to Scott so he can play a little bit of it. And maybe um, was it really, that no, one? Oh, no, okay. play play the link I just gave you in our Discord. All right, here we go. Playing it. You'll have to you'll have to jump ahead because I think we've got like. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fighting here. Yeah. World War II stuff. Okay. Keep going. The man ignored all of his men and called on Snoopy to do it again. Not that one. That's it. And that's what I thought wasn't a Christmas song. I thought that was just Snoopy versus the Red Baron, but there's 
Snoopy's Christmas versus the Red Baron? Was there a second version? Did he? Did they candle in the wind? This? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Because I know that, like, kind of in the middle of it, they they go into the the chorus of Christmas bells, those Christmas bells ringing really? through the land, you know, and and then the Red Baron has a, a beat on Snoopy, and he goes away and just says, "Merry Christmas, my friend." Okay, wow. I'm I'm gonna listen to this whole thing when we're done here because I don't think I've ever heard the Christmas alternate version of this song. I never have. In fact, I don't think I've heard the version that you guys. I just bet you've heard. Out. I bet you've heard the original version that you know basically just details a, a battle between Snoopy and the Red Baron, and it's it's kind of got this Beach Boys, um, Sloop John B kind of feel to it. Yeah, I must have been. Maybe I was just too young, or, or sorry, I'm too old now to remember when I was young. I don't know. I'm forgetting. They do tend to play that one a lot, just like the Vince Grimaldi thing. They play that one a lot too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. Uh, I do like that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm also once in a while I like some good techno music uh, that's Christmas, which not everybody here likes. So I kind of have to be careful. But I like to crank it up and get jingle bells going like it's a rave. I do like doing. So that. I'm going to give you a uh, recommendation then for an album by Mark Mothersbaugh. <gasps> Shut up! Ooh, he's the guy from. Nice. Uh, uh, he's the guy from Devo. Devo, that's it. Um, he released he- a Christmas album in, geez, like uh, where is it here? 1999 called Joyo Joyo Mutato. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. J o y e u x m u t a t o, and it is. It is none of it sounds like actual. I think there may be one song on there that is an actual Christmas song that he's doing kind of in his own Devo y version of, and no vocals. I think it's all instrumental. And it's, um, uh, but it's songs that sound like they should be Christmas songs, kind of like that Sia album that she put out a couple years ago. Where oh, I love that. It was album. like, yeah, and it was like all Christmassy songs, but no covers of traditional Christmas songs. Give me the name of this Christmas song again. Sure, I'm putting it in here. It's called uh, Joy Joyu uh, Mutato. Joyu Mutato. <laughs> that sounds like it's being said wrong, but I'll believe it. I know it. I know it does. Yes. Okay. Currently not streaming anywhere, so wow. now I'm gonna have and, to track uh, that down. But Mother's Bot, hey, lately he's been like Mr. Movie uh, Dude. He totally has. Yeah, yeah making lots of movie yeah. soundtracks. Well, he's been stuff. doing stuff like for everything for a long, long time because I mean, he does so many kids stuff and he does a lot of the the movie stuff. I mean. He did that whole Yo Gabba Gabba, and wasn't he in big on the um, uh, Rugrats and stuff like that too? Didn't he do a lot of that? He was, yeah. Those he's things. a he's a he's an interesting, multifaceted mm. kind of guy. I wonder if he still <laughs> do you think he still wears the weird little multi little hat at any time, the little <laughs> Minecraft hat that he used to make. He probably does once in a while, right? <laughs> the little the red cone hat. Yeah, he probably pops it out. It's got the little steps on it. Just we have, on only when he whip only only when he whips it. Only when he whips it. Oh, oh, well okay. done. We have a. Uh, uh, we probably somewhere have a measuring cup that's just like that hat. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know, you, you want, oh, you just need a quarter cup? Just pull out the boop. Yeah, the you first pop part out the first you. part. Exactly. <laughs> Collapsible hats, man. Oh Those did God. not take what off. What a brilliant idea for a thing is the Devo measuring cup hat. <laughs> and you just pop idea. out however much of it you Look want. at all these product ideas we've had today. This is amazing. Oh, we should, we well, should I have one last Christmas one for all you. Right. It's very, very damn. All right. And and being you guys are out there, All there right. are my, my a couple of my friends that are from California said so they never heard of this song. Have you ever heard of Dominic the Donkey? Nope. Yes. This oh, is like a it's Italian like a Christmas parody. Donkey. It's a parody of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Like he's the alternative to Rudolph, right? All right. Yeah, he's the Italian Christmas donkey, and it's all about it's all from Italy. Is it this uh from Arise Roberto? No, oh, it's it's a very, very Italian oh, Here, I'll play it. Here we go. Does that sound right? That's definitely the song. I can't. That's the, not who uh, who originally sang it, though. Let me try the. Let me go a little further. Lou Lou Monte or Lou Mont M O N T E Lou Mont is who originally uh, sang it. This is as foreign to me as watching Jersey Shore or something. It's just. Let me. We throw this in the. I'll put it in the Discord real quick for you. Okay. I'll check uh, it out. That's amazing. I can't believe that. That should be it. Oh, there it is. All right, let's hit the play on the YouTube channel. It should be okay for us. All right. Oh, that sounds like Oompa Loompa music. Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. Jingity jing. Jingity jing. That sounds like it's another racial slur. It does. <laughs> 
Well, it's from the, you know, the hills of Italy. Yeah. That's what he jingity says jing. Excellent. Hey, Vinny, a jingity jing, you'll, you'll say it a bit. Jingity jing, Vinny, come on. Yeah, come on. What's the matter? All right, that's fantastic. And what was your, <laughs> so you said I'll, you had I'll give one you my, uh, my, my, uh, my cautionary pharmacy tale. Today oh, okay. Don't okay. worry about any right. games or, or actually, I'll just tell you this is, as always at Christmas time. Yeah. Get your, the uh, Santa's Workshop is an excellent game. You can find that online. It's oh, an okay. excellent Christmas game. All right. It's a good little worker just so placement we can game. Fulfill mm. our our duty to make sure that we uh, <laughs> include a. Uh, yeah, the tabletop game. man part. The, uh, the, the, the sponsors yeah. will be not oh. be happy if. Uh, oh, hold on. While while Dan's right here. Yeah. What do you got? Hang on, I better show the chat whatever we're right doing. Right there. What do we oh, got that's there? Beautiful. Oh man. Wait a minute. What is this? Oh, oh one of those so bad. That's, that's so good. right. We talked. This is a crisis. thing we talked about, right? Didn't we talk? about Yes. This? And uh, and Clark, uh, Clark and Nikki who do Puzzle Pint with us. He bought this for me for my birthday. It just arrived a couple a few days ago, Aww. and uh, so he brought it to Puzzle Pint. And I cannot wait to have a little miniature painting party here at my house. Yeah. Me and Uncle George probably. Uh, Painting a bunch of little mini figs. It's like a Warhammer house now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Nice. nice. You want to be careful with those. All right, Dan, tell us your cautionary tale. All right, so I got a prescription in my, uh, you know, in my uh, cubicle today, and it was, uh, you know, it was a label. This guy, one of the techs, brought it over to me, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I've got this thing. It says uh, we need eighty boxes of Mucamist. Uh, we only got a forty in." And I'm like, "Eighty? Bo- what in the hell?" So. For everybody out there, Mucamist is a medication that can be either inhaled or it actually is used orally. It's used usually for uh, acetaminophen overdose. For people that you get Tylenol overdose, you actually will get this particular medication because you can actually kill your liver with too much Tylenol. And that's usually what does people in for Vicodin and Norco before before the heavy stuff does you and you'll die from the Tylenol from liver poisoning. Right. Because it's like heavy doses of that stuff. The acetaminophen is like huge in those. Yeah. So and uh, so, what the mucus does, you inhale it, and it helps to reverse that. Anyway, it also is really good for. Uh, it helps to take care of a lot of that gunk for uh, when smokers have, uh, you know, you have uh, surgery and stuff like that. It'll actually reverses an amazing amount of like basically smokers' lung stuff like that. Well, also, uh, you can use it orally. It's renal protection, which is kidney protection for people that get like CT scans and things like that. They sometimes will give it orally. This today. Uh, I'm not going to use any. I'm not going to worry about HIPAA or anything. I'm not going to use any names or anything like that. It was a 10 year old <laughs> child, 10 year old child with cystic fibrosis oh, was no. getting 80 milligrams. I mean, I'm sorry, 80 milliliters three times a day. Now, this stuff is 20%. So that's 16,000 milligrams. It's a lot. Three God. times a day. That's the dose for the state puff marshmallow man. <laughs> not, not for a 10 year old wow. child. How can yeah. that be? So that's I'm a screw up it. then. That's a screw up. Has so to now be. I've got to say, all right, is this a screw up? Is there something going on here? Is there any? Now, I'm uh, I like to think of myself pretty smart, but I don't know everything. So you got to look up is there any indication for this sort of weird dose? I'm like that's unusual when you're ordering this much. And also this medication uh not a lot of distributors keep this much in stock. That's why we didn't get enough in to fulfill this order because nobody carries this stuff. It's always on back order. You only use generally whoops, generally you only use about one ml. So I'm Italian. I talk in my hands all the time. Sorry. Uh-huh. So you only use like one to two mls, like two to three times a day at most Yeah. when you're using this stuff, not 80 mls at a time. So now I'm calling all these doctors. I'm calling like this, the patient's pulmonologist, calling their GI doctor, calling all these doctors. And everyone's like, I, I, I didn't I didn't write this. They didn't write it. It's got to be somebody else. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Mm. So now I have to call the, we got this as a transfer from another pharmacy. So I have to call the other pharmacy back and saying, hey, did somebody, did a technician put this wrong? Should it have been 80 milligrams, which would have been a fraction mm-hmm. of an ML mm-hmm. instead of 80 milliliters? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, you have to do your homework in that. So little things like decimal points or an ML instead of a milligram can mm-hmm. cause the difference between long-term liver or kidney damage and getting the right prescription. And, you know, and there's indications for certain things and certain things are uh, absorbed. Obviously, you know, you absorb a lot more things through your lungs. You know, a lot higher percentage of things are absorbed in your lungs than are in the GI. Sometimes some drugs are, uh, you know, like mucamus is only actually absorbed up to 10 percent bioavailable in the GI as opposed to in the lungs. So you also have to look into those things. So the whole thing is just one big rat race. And of course, you know, I've been calling all over to creation. There's a part two of this story, but it kind of crosses some different lines. So I don't want to get into that. I may have to tell you guys off air about what ended up happening on that, all that. But anyway, it's just, it's a cautionary tale. Now, nobody's perfect. Pharmacists, technicians, doctors, nobody's perfect. When the, when uh, I called CVS, they said it was actually written for 80 MLs. Now I'm still trying to find 
still trying to find the doctor that wrote it and find out what they're what they're using it for, where they're you know where they were getting it for, and so now you know, and it wasn't supposed to go out for next week, so nobody's being denied medicine. But now that's it's just that's the everyday thing that you have to deal on the front lines. What did what did the parents yeah. say about it? Have they said anything? Like, of course. Well, we deal with a lot of different states, so mm. uh, it's hard to get some parents to call you back. And plus, it was during the day too, so I had to leave a message there. And oh man, and, that's and scary. Do you ever run into issues? Um, I know dosage is now done differently with uh, tablespoons and teaspoons, but the the little T to the big T, you know, problems. Where is there another thing like well, it's that? Not that where... the dosage isn't isn't different. It's the uh, the writing of the prescription that isn't necessarily the same because there's a lot of the Avadupois system and things like that where the different abbreviations that were used. Now you use a lot of the same ones like TID, BID, QID. Those are uh, two, three, and four times a day. Like they don't okay. usually use. There's also like the ounces, the, the ounces symbol. There was different like crosses on the z and things like yeah, that now right. they would just write uh tablespoon or teaspoon so the uh spell it out okay right so you, you're supposed to, the, the abbreviations there is accepted abbreviations and unaccepted things like units uh for insulin you're mm. never supposed to use you sure and you guess why scott i guess is why you can't use you as like 10 you uh let me think for it real quick um because they think it means up the bum no i don't know why <laughs> brian any idea uh no no idea it's entirely too close to zero. Oh, so, it looks like a zero because they write it too oh, fast. Oh, yeah, a hundred wow, instead of okay. ten use, so things like that. So you must oh, wow. write out units. So there's all these recommendations as to the right, and also whether you're using leading zeros or trailing zeros. They don't really want you to use trailing zeros unless there's another number there, because again, the dot can be misinterpreted. Sure. Leading zeros are fine. Trailing zeros, not so much. I I, so, I could be wrong here, but I feel like Dan maybe saved a ten year old's life today. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Because if you would have just said, possible, if you if you would have said, ah, well, I'm just the pharmacist. I'm passing this through. That's what it says. All right. Well, here you go. Like, there's a higher chance the kid would take that and you know end his life than if he didn't. I think that's what happened, Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You Good saved job. the kid today. Well done. Hey, I got an idea for an advent <laughs> you? calendar. You give an old lady an advent calendar that has all of her meds in every little window. <laughs> <laughs> so they just yeah, open they it up. They call that a pillbox. Yeah. They call that. yeah, but I guess they already have a pillbox. Yeah. Like it's like a weekly advent calendar with no numbers on it, just M-T-W-T-H. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just spice it. I'm just saying spice it up for old granny, you know? Give her something to think about. Yeah. I like that a lot. All right. Well, that's a cautionary tale, a bunch of good times, and a music rundown like we've never had before on the show. Yeah. Uh, and and as I leave, I just want to, uh, in this holiday season, tell everybody, all you guys, uh, between especially you, Scott and Brian, how thankful I am. I think, what is this, like six six or seven years I've been hanging out with you guys. I want to yeah. thank you for, for having me around and, and, and being and letting me be a part of uh, the big fan. Oh, heck yeah, dude. It's oh. as, as my dad would say, it's our pleasure. And what I hope happens is you have an amazing uh, end of your holiday. I guess we're not going to see you before Christmas or maybe the, the new year, right? You're going to be pretty right, busy. But, well, see you, around, uh, you guys have a show before New Year's. I'll be around between, but I won't be around. We have uh, our next Patreon play date on the 27th, so oh, uh, more right. Jack games if you're around Friday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want in I on that again. I like nobody else, baby. Yeah, we're going to do a three-hour <laughs> stream that day, so uh, bring your penis pencil and we're going to make this happen. <laughs> it's Dan, I think Dan. only one of us drew penises for avatars. <laughs> It's Dan, everybody. Oh, uh, Geek Jock Blog on Twitter. Uh, the Geek All-Stars podcast is a thing. And if you want any advice from Dan on Twitter, you should ask him about board games. He'll give you plenty of good answers. And if you have uh, if you have questions about drugs, too, without you know without using too much hip information, I'd be happy to help out uh, any way I can as well. Yeah. Also, someone in the chat asked, what if that kid would have had all of that medication in, in a single dose? That, that probably would have meant an overdose. Stomach. No, no. So, um, like I said, with the absorption, it's not something that would kill likely to kill the child initially Mm. but we definitely over time yeah it could could definitely cause liver and or kidney damage over time uh so it's definitely something that even if uh they've been getting it somewhere else i would definitely let the 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 parents know hey uh i don't recommend this i would and it's well within our rights to refuse to fill medications that we feel would cause the patient Harm. Damage. Yeah, it's part so of your. Uh, I would your, refuse to fill that script. It's part of your Hippocratic oath, or whatever, or is that just doctors? No. I don't know how that works. Is well, that just... it's it's a little bit of both. It, do no harm is pretty much across the uh, you know across the medical world. I think that should be across everything. Do no harm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, garbage truck guys and uh, mm-hmm. Starbucks baristas and... Uh, Everything. Don't put a dog in a box. And it's, right next, it's right next to the... Uh, <laughs> podcasters. 
Podcasters, exactly. I know what's up. All right, Dan, have a fantastic uh, next couple of weeks, and we'll see you soon. Two boys. All Merry right. Christmas. Bye. All right. Awesome. I have to embiggen you. Hold on. Oh, please. Please embiggen me. To make you large again. Yes. Oh, hey. Yes. yes. Uh, if you look in the uh, TMS covers folder, uh-huh. you'll find something in there. Oh, we talked about I like now. the cut of your jib. Yeah, enjoy the hell out of that. Is that in the cool stuff for Scott folder thing? Nope, it's in today's uh, TMS. Monday e- even folder. better. So just take it, take it out of there, delete it, or else uh, you will confuse Iceworm. Yeah. We don't want to confuse Iceworm. Either uh, either way, I will now notice that, and all will be well. By the way, because cool. I'm a fresh load on uh, OS here, I notice that I'm not having you're not having any of those echo issues that you normally have. I did a little bit, but. Um, but not uh, like usual, right? Like that chippy choppy version that should be gone. Oh God, no, that's completely gone. Yeah. Yes, good. I like I like it when you have a fresh load. Yeah. on your uh, on your. Yeah, I like having a fresh load on my on my computer on your Mac OS. Yeah, it's good. Get a fresh <laughs> load, everybody. Uh, all right, we got. I'm going to share one TMSPM question. Okay, cool. Because we have time. Hey, for oh, one. it better be a good one. If we're only pulling one out of the uh, the stack. Yeah. Uh, so here's what he says. Uh, let's see. Who am I going to pick? Actually, that one might be better. Oh, don't pick Peter Fisher because he cheats. Yeah, he cheats. I'll do. You know what? I'll do two questions because one is just a practical one. That's that's uh, very nice of him to say. Open Bayou says, if we want to send Christmas cards to you guys, where do we send them? It's oh. easy. Just go to frogpants.com/tms, and you will notice right off to the side there are two addresses there. They're me and Brian's post office boxes. So that's what they're there for. For things like this, or if you guys have something weird for us to eat, or some crazy thing you want to send in the mail. It's on the website, so you can use those at will. Yes. And it's got Brian's give, and mine. Give me a reason to go to my uh, my my mail Nazi uh, post net and pick up stuff out of my P.O. box. Yeah, because those give us stories on the show. I'm fine with that. Yes, that's right. Uh, okay. Um, Here, and I showed you my Christmas card. You're going to be getting one in print, but uh, we got them all back from the printer yesterday, and they look great. I had a sneak peek, and... I think it's one of the most creative ideas I've ever seen. So <laughs> nice work on that. In fact, at first I double took and went, what does he do? What? Oh, <laughs> it's really good. Yes. I'll put it on. Uh, once we get it mailed out to everybody, I'll put them online for everybody to see. All right. Now the most important issue of the day. Yeah. Mrs. Taffy guy says, "Oh yeah." what do you use for your grilled cheese sandwich, butter or mayo? This is for the outside, like when you're, you know, you're grilling. Right, it. for cooking on the outside. Yeah. Uh, I do butter, mm-hmm. and I make sure. Uh, ever since I saw the movie Chef, it's like four different kinds of cheese, and Parmesan is absolutely one of the ones included. Oh, that sounds so good right now. Yeah, I've never tried that. mayo though. Mayo, we we uh, Kim will do mayo, and it works really well. It it makes it it cooks like the butter does. Because it's an oil. Yeah. It's an oil. It's oil based. Um, but the egg in there, I guess, makes it, I don't know. I don't know if it gets more crispy or whatever, but I do like mm. mayo on the outside. Don't tell Justin mm. he'll barf or something, but I like it. Either is acceptable, says essential trimmer. Okay, good. Is yeah. it either is acceptable or either is acceptable? I think I, <laughs> either is acceptable. <laughs> acceptable. Yeah, acceptable. I, I made a Stormtrooper waffle with a Weight Watchers recipe the other day, and oh. it was not crispy at all, but it looked really good. Yeah, those those uh, di- diet waffles, it's rough. I tried to make some out oh. of um, flour made from almonds, and it was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to break down. I, I came down 2.4 pounds today at my weigh-in, so I'm making myself a real-ass waffle in my Stormtrooper waffle maker. Nice. Uh, well, let me know how that goes. I'm jealous because I okay. can't eat those anymore. I'm sending you a photo of the one I just made. You can even put it online if oh, you want. Oh, very nice. I will. Uh, so there you go. We'll get to all these other questions. Don't worry, everybody. Uh, next time we have one of these, which should be next week on TMS PM. Uh, the week after that, though, is our patron play date. So be here for that. That's this is right. the 27th. Yes. We're going to start it at, did we say three? Yeah. Yeah. Three. Uh, no. Three two? to six. Did we say three to six? Two, we didn't say three to six. Two, Twelve to three. No, wait. It's not a day one, is it? That was our thing last time. What did we tell people? <laughs> I thought... Um, I put it in the calendar. Let me look. Oh, you did. Okay, good. I'll, I'll double check. One to, one to four? Twelve to three? Uh, one to four. Where is it? Did I put it in the thing? Hold on. It's Friday. No, I didn't put it in the thing. I thought I did. Ah, crap. I'd say, 
let's end it. Let's let's start it so that it ends around the time that we normally end this. So like, one thirty to four thirty. Yeah, or or one to four. Let's do one to four. Okay, one to four it is. All right, that's actually better for me for the instance because I'll have that all sewn up and done. Yep. Now I am writing it in here. One p.m. to four p.m. Uh, TMS patron play date. <laughs> now it's official, and it's also repeating. Good. Once oh, a month. Good. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, that is gonna do it for the show. Thanks everybody for being here. Uh, the way you'll get to play most often when we do that stuff once a month will be to be a patron of the show, and you can be as low as a dollar a month or get one of our other cool levels that gets you some cool stuff whatever you want in between you're uh, welcome to head over there and check it out over at patreon.com slash tms for all other needs that you might have might i recommend frogpants.com slash tms and like i said that does include our po boxes if you're ever trying to send us something uh that's it for the show do you have a song to play now i do uh this one comes to us from brian rafferty who goes by the name zareff in the chat room. Hello, Scott and Brian. This Friday the 13th is the first time my wedding anniversary has landed on a Friday since my wife and I were married. Friday the 13th in any month has been our partial anniversary, so this one is even more special. Just want to let my wife, Noelle, know that I love her and happy anniversary. Thanks, guys, for all you do. I leave the song choice up to you, Mr. Music Man. Mm. So I wonder, I mean, it would be pretty, pretty easy to figure out how long they've been married. Just keep looking back yeah. year after year to see when December 13th fell on a Friday again. Sure. Uh, this is, um, probably one of the songs that's going to be in the Coverville countdown this year. Um, the band, uh, the band, the band, the Hold band, on. get it here. The band. I have to get it here because there we go. The band, no vacation, uh, is part of the turntable kitchens, uh, sounds delicious series. It's a set of, um, uh, albums that you get via mail. 10, 10 a year or 80 years, something like that, every couple months. And it's an entire cover of an album done by a different artist. So they've covered the Blue Album, and it's been by you know all different artists. Somebody covered Born to Run um, by Bruce Springsteen. Somebody covered... Um, Baby, I was born to run. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, one of the albums that came out this last year from Turntable Kitchen was this amazing one. It's a cover of Everybody Else is Doing It, So Why Can't We? A cover of the Cranberries' big breakthrough debut. This is the song Dreams. It's it's awesome, and it's a great fitting tribute to uh, both your wedding anniversary and the end of a year. Uh, here is Dreams by No Vacation. All right. We'll see you guys on Monday. Uh, Film Sack this weekend and other cool stuff, so check that out. New Instance went up today. New ANTP next week. New stuff all around. So get your cheese in a, in a wad and check out all the podcasts. We'll see you guys tomorrow or Monday.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Lover. <laughs>